What episode is this? Suicide logs, suicide logs. Suicide logs, suicide logs, episode... 197, just like I thought in my head, but I had to double check. What's up? That was uh, me playing. Didn't download nothing, didn't didn't copy and paste anything, just threw it in there. That's me. We're not drinking coffee today. Um, we're just drinking water. I haven't even eaten anything. It's uh, 10 in the morning here. PST, baby. Just watched the fights last night, dude. What is it? UFC 275. They were in Singapore. And man, oh man, that was a good card. I remember looking at the card like nobody gives a fuck about this, I bet. But the true hardcore fans, the true MMA fans, woo we had a treat, dude. Valentina Shevchenko got um, tested. And to be honest, I wasn't watching all of the fight. I... Um, I was like getting up to do things. I forgot what I did. I think I was making cookies or something like that. But from what I was seeing, uh, Valentina was always on bottom. She was always like being controlled. And some people are saying she didn't do anything. She just laid on her. Well, um, I don't really have much of an opinion on that because I didn't really watch the whole thing. So let me, um, maybe one of these days I'll rewatch it or fuck it, dude. Just give her a rematch. I mean, she at least deserves a rematch. I, I guess she, the lady, Talia Santos, the one who fought Valentina, I guess she got a broken orbital. So, you know, can't win a championship with a broken orbital, I guess. Um, But from what I saw, she was doing good, not trying to roast her or anything. And then, oh my God, the Jiri. The, oh, I still don't know this man's last name and he's a champion. Just beat Glover Teixeira. But that fight was a flip of a coin, dude. It could have gone anyway. Holy shit. Knockdown after knockdown. Saved by the bell after saved by the bell. There were so many moments where that fight could have ended. That shit. I would watch that shit again. Holy shit. What a fight, dude. Oh, my God. Um, and then he, he closes his out. Closed it out. Closed, closed it out <laughs> in the last fucking... Two minutes? Was it two minutes or 20 seconds? 30 seconds, something like that at the last round with a rear naked choke. Didn't even have the hooks in or anything. Just exhaustion, dude. Just fucking fighting for close to 25 minutes. You put, and you know, getting fucking knocked out damn near multiple times and just, whoo, what a fight. And then we saw Joanna retire dude it's very sad very sad but you know shouts out to her she uh got caught with that spinning back way leaves the truth dude let me tell you i put it up on my for the bitches instagram dude i was i only got like one prediction wrong but it was like some random guy i didn't even care but everyone who i thought was gonna win one dude i got seventh place out of 200 definitely should have put some fucking money down definitely should have put my mortgage on it dude because i definitely would not be doing this podcast right now if I put some money in. I'd be in Florida right now living it up. I gotta sneeze. Hold on. But yeah, we're drinking water. And as you can tell by the energy, I guess I don't even really need coffee. Um, real, I guess the only thing that I've kind of got planned for today's episode, just to keep it kind of quick, is I just wanted to talk about um, my experience with doing the the uh, stand-up comedy at Tommy T's, 
Um, how many days ago was it? Four, three days ago? When did I go? Today is Sunday, and I went on Wednesday. So it hasn't even been a full week yet. And um, uh, shout out to Kyle. I don't know if he listens to the podcast like that, but shout out to him for driving me by. Sent it to a lot of friends, sent it to my family. They all got some, something to say about it. Some pe- Most people, it was uh, positive. People were saying it was really good. And then some people had some like critiques to say, like, don't look down at your shoes, this and that. I love the confidence. Is that the Fred Flintstone shirt you were talking about from the podcast? <laughs> yes, that was the Fred Flintstone shirt that I was talking about a couple of episodes ago. That shirt is older than me, dude. Uh, my dad has had that shirt since the 30s. Not the 30s. I mean, since he was in his 30s. And my dad didn't have me till he was in his 40s um, when he lived out in L.A. So that shirt has history. And I wore that to, um, I don't know, have good luck. But I'm doing another show next week on Friday in Oakland, California, dude. So come through. Hit me up if you want anything about that. This set is going to be five minutes. I know that the one that I did was already five minutes, but oopsies, it was supposed to be four minutes, and I saw the light go up and everything, and I guess I got kind of disqualified for going on too long, I think. But the good news is, is, you know, they didn't turn down the volume of my mic, and they didn't shut the lights off, and usually what that means when that happens is that you're not invited back to the club. So, um, you know, whoopsies. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out, though. Um, I guess I just didn't really know how to close it correctly. And most I was happy that I went up there for that long. Um, it, been, it wouldn't be as good if I just kind of closed it with just talking the whole time about my uh, relationship. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I, like right when we finished, you know, I, it, it was still fresh in my mind. I hadn't even seen the video so I was just kind of like, I don't know, just assuming, oh, I got laughs, I killed it, whatever. So I asked my buddy Kyle, who recorded it and everything, like, oh, what'd you think? Like, be honest with me. Um, and Kyle's really cool because, you know, he's very honest. He tells me what he likes and what he doesn't like. Um, and I was telling him my jokes in the car. And all of the jokes that I told him in the car are nothing that I said on stage, really, except for the basketball joke. And he's like, oh, wow, I really like this, you know, and I'm not even trying to be like a yes man or anything about it, you know. And uh, I don't know. Lately, I've just kind of been realizing that you have to surround yourself with not yes men, but you also have to surround yourself with no men. You just have to surround yourself with like honest people, um, people that are willing to support you, but um, they don't have too much constructive criticism, you know, like they just kind of understand your your humor and shit. Um I sent the video out to my mom and my mom was like, you don't really have that many punchlines, you know, like she's just like, that's the first thing she's got to say. My mom's always been, my mom will never be satisfied with me, dude. Um, And so I respond back with, yeah, I'm not really that much of a one-liner comic, I guess. I'm more of a ranter. And she says, what's a one-liner? Like, who the fuck are you to tell me that I don't have much punchlines and you don't even know what a one-liner is, you know? Such a fucking armchair quarterback you are, mom. My mom can't even ride a bike, dude, or swim. So it's like I shouldn't really take much offense to uh, what she says I need to be doing right, you know? 
sometimes I just want to throw my mom in a deep pool and be like, you're not doing it right. You're not <laughs> all drowning in shit. You're not, you're, you need to relax. You're, you relax your core. You're not treading water correctly. Oh, look, you're not breathing. Um, that's dark. So yeah, man, I've got, so I had, I think it was about a week of preparation for doing that, that show, but, um, um, sorry, phone's not on, do not disturb mode, cannot go 10 minutes without management blowing up the messages, who is this, fuck this, we'll look at it later, um, sorry, what was I talking about, oh yeah, I had about a week to prepare for this but honestly everything i did up there you can find that you can find the video on youtube by the way if you want to see my stand-up comedy all you got to do is just search marconi live and i think it's the first thing that comes up right let's check that let's fact check that bitch marconi live yeah a couple days ago i was like what should i like go buy for show business you know i was like Everybody keeps calling me macaroni, so I was kind of like worried um, that people aren't gonna pronounce my name right. So I was like, "What if I did it like spelt like Coney 2012, you know, Marconi 2012, or I don't know." But uh, it didn't work. Oops, I put Narcone. Oh, I remember Narcone was a thing that I was doing when I was rapping for like a day and a half. Narco, like I'm a narc, you know. There you go. Yeah, dude. According to me, on my algorithm, but I'm logged into my YouTube, so who knows? They probably favorite me better. If you just look up Marconi live on YouTube, it'll come up. Oh, sweet. Can you do producer like? Can you do me a uh, a favor? Yeah. If whenever you go on your computer, can you look up Marconi live on YouTube and see if I'm the first thing that comes up? Yeah. Uh, we got subtitles on the fucking video, dude, and I didn't even do that, so that just shows you how big AI is. Um, but yeah, so everything I did up there, I probably came up with that within two days of um, <clears throat> before the show. But everything else, like the first couple of dates I had like a whole set and I just completely scratched it and I was just like let's talk about this I just thought about this stuff in the shower like the um I made a joke about my girl being more interested in selling feet pics and looking up wedding stuff I came up with that in the shower uh what else did I come up with in the shower from my set the basketball joke that one that one was a hitter from everybody I showed. So I like to like share my jokes with people before I go up on stage just to see like, am I the only one who finds this funny, you know? And 100% of the people who I told about this joke. All right, beautiful, thank you. 100% of the people who I told that joke to, um, they laughed. So I was like, I for sure gotta do the basketball joke. Um, but yeah, like at first I had a whole fucking set just shitting on basketball you know because it was a night of game three for the warriors and i'm kind of glad i didn't do that because every now and then people made jabs about basketball and stuff and i wanted my shit to just be like fresh 
And it was cool. Shout out to Sam, dude, young French lord on Instagram. This motherfucker. Uh, I made a new comedy friend. I made a bunch of new comedy friends, kind of. Um, but I'm just trying not to be like that annoying guy, I guess. Um, I just needed. I just need to do my shit and live my life. But um, Sam was like, "Yeah, man. I don't know what I'm seeing up there, but I like it, dude. It's, 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 you're like a new flavor. You're you're something I'd never seen before. So that uh." That made me feel good. And, um, but yeah, I think I asked Kyle at the end of it. He was like, I was like, on a scale of one to 10, what'd you think of that? And he said, it was about a seven, you know, really good. Um, especially since you've never done that club before and stuff like that. A lot of people would be like, oh, you've never done stand up before. Like, this is pretty good for your first time. I have done stand up before, actually, but I guess I wouldn't count them. I think people who went to high school know with me, Tim brought this up. I did stand up for my high school, dude. I auditioned for the talent show and they didn't let me in. Um, and I get, I guess, and that, that always kind of bugged me too. Cause my shit was really good. I had them fucking laughing. And then when I didn't get accepted into the talent show, it just made me feel like, damn dude. I mean, is comedy even really talent? You know, I'm just sit, I'm just talking these stupid jokes about seagulls and Justin Bieber being called Justine Bieber or whatever. I'm like, what, 16, 15 years old? And then, um, um, yeah, it's like everybody who was auditioning for the talent show and shit, they, they had like instruments, motherfuckers are singing and stuff like that. And it just kind of made me feel a little bit like, ah, I guess I'm not really talented, you know? <laughs> And I guess that's something that kind of like dwindled my confidence in doing stand-up comedy. And 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 I get it. Like, I don't know. Personally, and I think I've said it before on a podcast. Like, I don't really like stand-up comedy like that anyways. You know, podcasting is where the future's at. Um, all of the comedians that I like, that I listen to their podcasts, I like their podcasts more than I like their stand-up comedy. It just seems... The thing about podcasting is that it just seems so much more relaxed and you know comfortable i guess and then with stand up you know you've got the nerves you're in front of people you have to remember your monologue unless you're just like super comfortable with people you know i just think of it as like a play but like an easier version of a play i don't know i'm definitely better at doing stand up than i would be at um stage acting dude because i took an acting class <clears throat> i took a couple of acting classes like some in college and some in high school and that shit is hard dude like i cannot remember lines i can never see myself being a stage actor like remembering an hour's worth of script without putting any of myself into it i have to turn into whatever character you want me to be that's you know that's true talent right there and people don't even like stage acting dude but i got and i don't really like it either i'd rather watch a fucking movie you know give me special effects but i you still have to recognize the talent that goes into it so i recognize the talent you know that shit is hard um but what else was i gonna talk about Yeah, he said it was a 7 out of 10. And honestly, after a couple of days and looking back at it, it is a 7 out of 10. Um, wasn't bad, but it definitely could have been better. I, I And for me, maybe it's just the material or something. Maybe it's just like the things that could have made it go from a 7 to a 10 would probably just be a little bit on like delivery. 
the speed of my voice and just like the placements of jokes, I'd guess. Um, body language, whatever, dude. But got a whole new set ready for Oakland, dude. Got Oakland jokes, got ghost riding jokes, dude. And um, I'm ready. I'm ready to do better than last time. I really am. So I'm not going to share. Like, so this is what we're going to do probably next episode, honestly. Um, I don't see myself doing a podcast after today until my second set. So moving forward in my stand-up comedy career, I am going to be podcasting every single show I do. Um, So for Oakland, it's going to be, I'm going to start the podcast like on my way to the venue and it'll be, it'll be like a vlog, you know, but I don't know, I don't know what it would be called because it's not video, right? Audio. So it's like an, an A-log. Yeah, let's do that. Let's call it A-log, audio log, A-log. I was going to say slog, but what the hell is it? sound the s is for sound dude slound log sound log now we're gonna call it a logs dude the audio logs so yeah i'm gonna just be driving chit chatting it up we're gonna bring a producer lady she's gonna be um she's gonna be in there so you know i'm not gonna really tell jokes about her anymore it's funny like right after i did my set you know, my girl doesn't get offended by these jokes. She she under she's a good sport. She understands comedy and shit like that. And then after she saw it, she's she's just like throwing ideas at me, just talking shit about herself to like say she's like, oh, you should talk about how dumb I am when it comes to this. And I'm like, it's, it's not even funny anymore. It's just like I don't want to I don't want to sound like a bullshit ass fucking partner, you know. So we're gonna leave producer lady the fuck alone next show. Gonna meet up with AJ, dude. Had him on the show, my best friend. Haven't seen him since the pandemic started. Isn't that crazy? Um, ran into some dudes at the mall. Shout out to James. Shout out to Dylan, dude. They said they'd be there. It's uh, it's what's his name, Lewis Belt. It's his uh comedy club. So the do too much. Shout out to do too much, dude. So I'm gonna give you guys a little five minutes out there. And yeah, baby, we can rock and roll. They said they'd be there, so it just—it seems like it. I checked out the place and everything. It seems like a cool crowd. People seem really cool and nice there. So, and yeah, and then after that, we'll probably hit Tommy T's again. Um, but we're focused on today, baby, or we're focused at the task of hand. I'm not trying to uh, rush things. Um, I'm focused on just making each performance really good um and i always told myself if i did stand-up comedy like if i were to go on tour or something i would want a new set for every single show i do you know and that shit seems hard as fuck dude that shit seems hard as fuck but you know i just I don't know. I don't know if it's just because like I don't appreciate comedy that much, or it's just there's just like some kind of flaw in it or something, you know. I probably said it on the podcast before. It just 
you know, I don't like hearing the same jokes over and over again. It, the shit's only funny the first time. Um, it's not like music, you know, you listen to your favorite band. It's like, well, I want to hear the favorite song. I want to hear my favorite song. And you, nobody's ever like, it's it's quite the opposite, actually. You go to see your favorite band, and if they don't perform the songs that you like, and they're like, you guys ready for our new shit? You're like, not really, dude. Not really. I don't memorize any of these lyrics. You need to play the shit I could sing along to. But it's the opposite with comedy, dude. You go up there. You want to hear some shit you never heard before? Because that's what comedy is, dude. It's supposed to fucking make you, you know, comedy is literally shit that you're not expecting. <clears throat> Can you imagine going on stage and the audience is just like reciting your joke with you? What is that? Make a fucking song, dude. Yeah, man. I always, always like wanted to perform my songs live too. But then I kind of think about it. It's like, okay, what if I did like all of the songs that I made a couple of months ago, right? I would not. I would not. I'd. Ha I'd need time because I don't memorize any of my lyrics. I just make shit up and then throw it up, and that's it. We're on to the. We move along. I think that's one of my lyrics. You know, we edit, we edit, post it up, create it, then we gone. It's talking about, you know, we just, we do one thing and then we're fucking done. We move on to the next, man. And all of these jokes that I've got fucking ready for, um, for next week, dude, in Oakland, all I can think about is how many days can I go until I'm fucking tired of these jokes, you know? And just every day I'm adding a little bit more, a little bit more, dude. Um, what else? What else is going on, man? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna podcast the episode driving there, probably podcast just chilling at the club and stuff like that. And then when I get up on stage, I'll probably still have my fucking headphones with me, dude. I'm gonna bring the podcast up on stage. So that's how we're gonna do it. And then uh, we're gonna promote the podcast. My goal is to just promote the podcast at the end of every single comedy uh, show that I do. And yeah. What else is going on? Um, <clears throat> what's up, dude? Nothing much. Just gas prices and COVID cases. <clears throat> Still haven't caught it. Don't think I will. That was Change by Deftones that I was playing on the guitar earlier. The only song that Producer Lady by Deftones liked. And... Uh, I remember she introduced that song to me and I was like, oh, so this this is what Deftones is, you know? And then I remember like trying to listen to a bunch of different Deftone songs and I'm like, oh, none of them are like this song. This is why this is the only song she likes. But with time, you get kind of tired of listening to the same shit. You want to hear something new. So you listen to the fucking songs that you would skip, right? And then they become good to you. So, boom, bitch, that's where we're at. What am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? What am I wearing today? I'm wearing underwear and a San Diego shirt. And that's it, man. So, <clears throat> I got a bunch of, it's Father's Day weekend. That's when I'm doing, uh, that's when I'm doing the show. So, got a couple of jokes about my dad. 
that I'm gonna fuck around with, you know. My dad's actually the one who texted me. My dad's retired, and he's talking about, huh? I wonder if there's an age limit for the police department. Yes, I think there is. Please do not do this. Holy shit, Bart PD. Salary range from 118,000 to 180, dude. Fuck stand-up comedy. I'm snitching. What the hell? That's hella money, dude. Hella money. Hey, I know people don't fuck with the police, dude, but sometimes I think about it. Even in 2020 when the shit was a hot topic, dude, I was like, you know what, man? I gotta go get the bag. (laughs) Let me try and be a police officer. Maybe I could be a cool cop, you know what I mean? I'm cool, but I'm not that cool, you know? I'm gonna go get the bag. This is America, you know? (laughs) But yeah, um... I think I'm gonna eat and just keep it short. There's a lot going on. You know what's something that kind of got me in a bad mood today? Actually, <clears throat> oh, by the way, yeah, I mean, let's just go back to my roots. Haven't thought about killing myself today, but it's only 10:30, so anything can fucking happen. But I haven't really been thinking about killing myself just in general. But I've kind of been talking about it with like other people and stuff. Um, and just, just this, just this journey is pretty crazy, you know, just like little things that I do, um, make me appreciate life a little bit more. And I, and I, and I do think it's because of this podcast and it's just, this podcast is just like a little mental health reminder to appreciate life, you know, like just going up on stage doing stand up comedy, you know, that's something I've always wanted to do. And I seem to have let that slip away from me, I guess, because, um, I don't know, just life, maybe just being in a bad mood. But my girl always reminds me, like, she really emphasized when I got back, you know. I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's like I get back and all I could think is back to work, you know, back to writing more jokes, back to, you know, the grind don't stop. I'm not going to celebrate this. I didn't smoke weed for like a week or something like that. But then Kyle gave me some. And I was like, I, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this, man. I feel pretty good right now. Like, I don't I don't think I need this. And he said, dude, you just did stand-up comedy. You got to celebrate. And I said, fuck it. And then I get, I took like one teensy hit. Shit's probably out of my system already. And I'm just, you know, that's what gave me the idea of doing the podcast live uh, while I do my shows. So, I don't know, man. Oh, Oh, that's another idea that I had. You know, I'm going on, what's the date today? The 11th? Oh, today's the 12th. Okay, so still coming up a couple of days short from being eight eight months sober from alcohol. Eight months of no drinking. And then I thought, like, what if when I get to a year, because I at least, this is what I was telling all my friends and family, I at least want to do a whole year without drinking, you know? And I felt like if I can't, if I can't go a whole year without drinking... I think I have a problem. Um, but now I'm starting to realize I don't have a problem. Society has a problem, dude. Like it, make, it makes it so hard to not drink because just everyone around you is drinking, you know? Every time I go on Instagram, I'm just looking at people's stories. It's just, 
You know, every Friday night, y'all are drinking, y'all are going out, having fun. And I hate to be that annoying, sober person, you know? Um, and for the most part, I think you guys are cool. I think uh, from what I see in the in the cult and people around me, you know, y'all got the drinking under control. Um, but I guess it's just to kind of remind you, you know, and, and especially my peers. And I know I did a, um, my high school reunion podcast a couple days ago, too. I just feel like... Um, you know, just be careful. I hate to be that fucking guy, you know. We're still young. I And I still feel like, you know, drinking is kind of new to me. And you just don't want to be like, I don't know. Or maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is the time to fucking have fun and get fucked up. And then when you're 40, you just calm down. I don't know. Because, like, I'm not really drinking. I'm not really going crazy with it right now, you know. I'm not really partying it up. But it's like, what if I want to party it up when I'm like 40 or something? And then all I can think about is oh, my body's breaking down. And I didn't get all the fun out of the way when I was in my 20s. But at least, you know, I don't know, discipline, you know. I just want to feel good sober. That's it. I just, I just want to... Um, Feel, feel as best as I could mentally um, and just just get to the best of my abilities of what's possible for me. And I just think uh, not not specifically even drinking, you know, just other things like I fucked up. I fucked up yesterday, dude. I had well, I didn't fuck up. Let's be let's be a little bit nicer to myself. It's just that I want to make better habits. And I just, I just want to make good habits for myself. And some, some of you might look at my lifestyle and stuff and think I'm fine, you know. But I'm just, I'm not trying to compare myself to other people or anything either. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm in competition with myself. And, um, you know, you don't feel good if you eat junk food or something, and then you, you just kind of make yourself feel better like oh well look at that guy that guy's like obese or something you know like that's that's not what it's about that person's fighting their own battles you don't know what they've gone through and um you know it's about me if i eat shitty i know i ate shit i know i could have done better but to be honest dude there's like like here's what's going on with me i have breakfast food for sure that I, mean, I could get a somewhat decent breakfast that i'm about to make but then after that dude it's kind of like what do you want a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> you know like there's not really much uh to, and i know we got a fucking sh food shortage and the supply chains all fucked up you know so um we're probably I'm, I'm thinking about getting some food after i eat breakfast you know i might take producer lady out for some food or get her some food she hasn't been feeling well lately she's been thinking she has covid oh shit drop the guitar pick hey shouts out to producer lady dude she's tech she's techy as fuck dude she just um replaced the screen on an iphone 6 like a cracked screen and she said fuck this dude i'm not paying for the labor i'm mexican i'll do it myself i am the laborer you know so she bought a screen and she did it, dude. She wasted two hours because she got she got like a faulty screen. She's all crying and shit. 
It was the same night I came back from my stand-up and I'm just like on the high of like, I made people laugh, you know? And all I like, I, I'm just not getting invested in her having a breakdown over wasting time in her life. And all I could think is like, well, that's what you pay for the labor for. <laughs> you know, ha ha. And then, um, <laughs> but then she got it though. It, even though like, it's not a waste of two hours because she still got it. She got, she ordered the right piece. She got it and she did it. Bada bing, bada boom. And I'm very proud of her because I don't think I could ever do anything like that. You know? And sometimes I think like, my asshole attitude or something just kind of brings my girl down maybe and i don't want that i don't want to bring her down because she really is like i mean on paper she's smarter than me you know but sometimes when we have conversations maybe i could just come off as like condescending like asking rhetorical questions or something just to kind of like be like you don't know that or whatever but really it's like all the shit that she like she's smarter than me dude she knows another language Okay, so she's already unlocked the whole fucking part of the planet that I don't have unlocked. Um, she can, she's, she built a whole ass fucking computer, you know? It's like, just think about like when God made us, they put the stats in like different things, you know? Technology, um, different languages, the stats, she's got way more points in those stats, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, what else is she good at? She's better at cleaning and shit than me, you know, I'll tell you that. I, but I'm way better at video games than her, I think. Well, actually, it depends on the video games. She's way better at Apex than me, so let me shut the fuck up. Um, I'm better at chess than her, but I taught her how to play chess. So every time she beats me in chess, I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? I had this white belt tap me, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we even each other out, like, in the intelligence. Um, no, I don't think anyone's smarter than the other. We just have different things that we're into. It's like, okay, yeah, she speaks a different language, but I could play an instrument now. But, like, let's be real. I'm still a white belt in this language, you know. Like, I'm sure she could pick up any instrument. Like, she's got rhythm. I've seen it. She, I remember before I even played the air guitar, she would always air guitar to songs, like with her steering wheel in the car. It's not safe at all. But um, <laughs> it would really, I'd be like, dude, it really looks like you're playing the guitar. That's crazy, you know? Um, what else is going on? This is what I'm going to have for breakfast, dude. Uh, should I have a coffee? I don't know if I want a coffee. Don't know if I'm supposed to see my parents today. Oh, I had a joke about my grandma that I was going to I was going to say that night, but I'm glad I didn't. So I guess I'll tell the podcast a joke, you know. Um But before I say anything, I just want to say a couple words about my grandma, you know. When I was watching Yoana retire last night, I just like it I saw my grandma in her, you know? Like she just gave off grandma vibes to me. And uh, I feel like if my grandma was a young woman or something, which I never met, she'd kind of, she'd be like Joanna, you know, she's just, just scary, just a scare. I know she got knocked the fuck out, but still the swagger, the confidence, the, um, the, uh, the, uh, um, 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 the minority in her, you know, she, she's just different, just a different flavor. And, uh, I don't know. I felt like my grandma would kind of be like that when she was younger. And, um, 
Yeah. Did the puzzle? Oh, I never put the picture up of my grandma yet, so I'll do that in a little bit. Um, yeah, that's what I wanted to say about my grandma, man. Just growing up, she'd always call me Marconi, and I hated it. I didn't like the name Marconi. Um, I was like, call me Marky. My name is Marky. And she's like, no, your legal name is Marconi, you know, or this is what your name. We're going to call you that. I didn't even know how to spell my name until, you know, the eighth grade or something like that. <laughs> no, maybe like elementary school, whatever. And um, I don't know. Here I am, an adult. She's not. She's not with me anymore. Um, but I'm going by Marconi. And every, and every time I hear it a little bit, it just like ah. Uh, I uh, hope I make her proud. Or just, uh, you know, not, it's not even about making her proud. There I go with the fucking guitar pick, dude. It's not about making her proud. It's just more about, like, living my life and doing what I want to do. Because me and her didn't really see eye to eye all the time. But at the end of the day, I always knew that maybe she was proud of me and she was happy for me to be doing what I'm doing. And that's the American dream, dude. I was going to tweet something today, but I was like, let's not be fucking negative, you know? Listening to fucking Peter and his girl Irie talk about, you have to be asleep to, to, to want the American dream or to see the American dream. Reference to saying that y- y'all need to be woke and the American dream is just being like a slave, you know? Like a mindless slave to uh, the higher ups and stuff. But honestly, dude, it's like that all over the world. Like, I'd rather be a mindless slave in America than a mindless slave in, like, another country, you know? Just, just, we're all so, give me more, give me more, which is what this video was about. But it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's a lifestyle. Maybe I just, you know, maybe I'm interpreting it wrong. But, yeah, I just, I'm grateful. Yeah, things can be better. Things can always be better. You know, but this is life. This is life. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling myself being more grateful each and every day. Just, you know, when I was really young, I used to be afraid of horror movies, but I'd still watch them. Like I was really obsessed with horror movies, even though they scared the fuck out of me. Dude, when I saw The Grudge, you guys remember the scene when like the hand or whatever was on the back of the lady's head? That scared me so fucking bad, dude. I could not shower with the shower curtains closed for like months, dude. I'd shower with the damn, with the shower curtains open, dude. And all the water would splash out into the bathroom. And I I didn't have the balls to tell my mom that I was afraid. And I kept the shower curtain open, you know. So my mom tried getting these like little locking things to lock the shower curtain closed. So the water wouldn't spill out. But in reality, it wasn't that. I just kept opening the shower because I was scared of the grudge, you know. And then I found out about the band Slipknot. And I was like, oh, yeah, these guys look scary. But the music sounds cool. But the music's even scary, you know. It's just you got to take the scary energy. And you just you have to make it. You got to own that shit, you know. You can't like because the more you're afraid of something, the more it's going to defeat you. 
in a sense. So I was just embracing it. I was like, the, this, the fucking drummer kind of looks like the grudge person, you know? Fuck, I'll sock this motherfucker in the face, you know? I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, man, I'm so super, just super afraid of scary movies and stuff. And now that I'm older, I like scary movies just don't really do it for me anymore. I've been seeing some trailers that look pretty interesting, though. I don't really know. I think one of them's called like The Black Key or something like that. I don't know. The Black Key. The Black Key. Not The Black Baby. <laughs> the Black Dick. We've got a scary movie. It's called The Black Dick. It doesn't fit anywhere. Um, but no, man, now I don't like <clears throat> horror movies don't scare me anymore. Just the news, you know, you just go on my neighbor's app, dude. I saw some dude walking around my city with a fucking assault rifle. Can you believe that? <laughs> like who needs a horror movie, dude? Just turn on the news. Um, and so, yeah, It's scary out there, man. I don't know. Pro I'll tell producer lady when I get off the clock here. Um, I, saw, I woke up this morning. One of the first things that I consumed in my media was like, man in San Jose, three dead off a suicide murder. One retweet. Like, nobody even cares about when this shit happens, you know? KTV news, whatever, dude. One re Nobody cares. So much is going on, dude. Something's probably going on right now that everybody's all upset about that needs to get done. We're just, you know, people are just living like it's Grand Theft Auto at some, at some places, you know? Fucking South Park episode, so. I don't know, man. I kind of have, like, I kind of poke fun a little bit at, um, not even poke fun. I bring it up, actually. It's a safety issue with these mass shootings and stuff. But I think I executed it very well. Or I think I'm going to execute it very well. So um, you guys are just going to have to wait until the next podcast. Um, if you're new here, I've got a whole fucking catalog of episodes and stuff like that. But it's nice to be here, man. It's nice to be doing this podcast. Um, and I hope you guys are alright. I hope you take care of yourselves make sure you focus on your breathing make sure you're doing stretches make sure you're being kind to others um and doing all of that will make you feel better about yourself man just one day at a time bye let's close it out with deftones change actually fuck it why is this song five minute song <laughs>